Why, hello there. Welcome back. I am really excited for today's episode because I'm really hoping it makes you think, really think about why you do things, why you connect to health and fitness, because I feel like this is a major key piece that people miss when it comes to our health and our nutrition and our workouts and our fitness. I know I have a little bit of a raspy voice. I have a naturally raspy voice anyway, so when I'm sick, which I am right now, it becomes even more nasally and more raspy. So bear with me because luckily you won't have to listen to it the whole time, but you will have to in order for me to explain this episode. A couple of weeks ago, I guess it's been a couple of months now, I was asked to speak at an event called Empower You. And the purpose of the event was for women and girls and teenagers to come and see the power they had within them to make changes, to do business big things to change the world, all kinds of really cool things. The speakers were fantastic. And I was privileged to be one of those speakers. I wanted to share what I discussed in that event because I've thought about it probably daily since then. And I think the concept is really important for us still today in understanding What is our mental connection to health and fitness? And is it even a positive one? I really want you to take a step back and as you listen to this episode, think about do you do things out of fear, guilt, shame, negativity? Or do you do things out of love, which creates concern, care, and positivity? Really think about your styles as you listen. And also, it's kind of fun to hear a live event just to see how, you know, it goes. But I hope that you take away from this episode what you could do different or things you could focus on or realize, you know, I am in a good spot. I do have a good relationship with food. I do have a good relationship with exercise. And I hope this episode will solidify that for you, which is fantastic. We are going to do a virtual high five through the podcast if you are already there. But I feel like it's important for us all to listen to and think about for ourselves What is our relationship with health and fitness and is it a positive one? As always, if this episode is helpful, please don't forget to share it with your friends, your family. Those reviews mean the world to me. They pump me up. I always read them before I record an episode. I love to hear your feedback. I love to hear what episodes you liked or even the things you didn't like. Let me know. I'm all ears. Today, the review is by Moments in the Minivan, which literally melted my heart. Just, you know, that statement alone has changed my life. Kind of embarrassed it's taking me this long to leave a review, but it's only because I usually listen while driving. I've been in the health and fitness industry my entire life and I've learned so much from Andrea. She's helped me change my relationship with food and the crazy thing is I wasn't even aware of how much food monopolized my mind and ripple effect it had on my life in so many other ways. I'm still a work in progress and will always be grateful for all the content I've learned first here in the podcast and now as a DFH client. Yes, yes, yes to this. With my clients, I push that mindset, that positive mindset, like a maniac, almost like a full-blown broken record. Your relationship, your connection to exercise, to food, to fitness, all of those things, it matters. It matters how you view it. And I love this review. It literally made my day knowing that I am hoping that I'm helping you shift yours as well. And she's a client and she's learned that on the podcast, which is great. So if you have had any positive impacts in your life, don't forget to leave a review. And to be honest, I'll even take the bad ones too. And before we get into it, the holidays are so crazy and they are upon us. And for me, it helps me with my sleep if I use my soul CBD's bedtime besties. 
Let me be honest. I love these so much. This isn't just about a product. I love these so much that I do a favorite things party with my girlfriends, and I'm giving them all, I told them not to listen to this episode, but I'm giving them all a box of bedtime besties because that is truly my favorite thing. I love them. I am a crazy night thinker. When I go to lay down at night, often my mind spins. I think of all the things I need to do at Christmas. It's like 20-fold. And without my bedtime besties, I do not fall asleep well at all. I really love the blueberry lemonade. They're so fantastic because they don't have THC in them. THC is what actually gives you the high, but they have cannabidiol in them, which helps give you the calm. And so it actually calms you down. It works way better than melatonin. It's very mild. And I literally live and die by them. In fact, if I have a rough night, my husband's like, did you not take your bedtime bestie? And I'm like, I know, right? So I truly, truly love them. They also have a fantastic rapid relief cream, which can help sore muscles. We also use that very regularly because my husband and I both work out. And we've noticed a huge difference after we use it. You can use the code SIMPLE, which will give you 15% off. And that is www.mysoulcbd.com slash make it simple. I mean it. I mean it when I say I love them. I love them so much. I'm giving them away at a favorite things party where we each bring three of our favorite things to give away that we want other people to try. Again, that code is simple for 15% off www.mysoulcbd.com slash make it simple. All right, let's get into today's episode and really think deeply about our own relationship with fitness and health. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. Thank you guys. My name's Andrea Allen. I um, have four girls, as she said. I started my account. My account is, the name of it is Deliciously Fit Healthy. Now we have a quiz. Who can spell that? No one? It's okay because I can't either. As I said, I'm a mother of four girls. I work with all females for work. I work with mothers after they have kids who are wanting to improve their relationship with health and fitness. I have nine female coaches and we accounted earlier this year and I think we've worked with 9,000 females and my audience on Instagram is 98% female. So, and I'm one of four girls, my poor brother and we have four girls ourselves. So, I do women really well. When this is an all women event, I was like, I'll be there, tell me what time. So I'm super excited to be here. I wanna start by telling you guys um, a situation that I was in one time and I, there was a restaurant that opened up by us. It was called the Protein House. And I was super excited to go because it was a restaurant that was mainly like healthier foods, things that were great to like eat after working out because it helped build muscle and stuff. And I was like, fantastic. I saw that they had like an opening event and I was like, I'm totally gonna go. I'm a trainer. I'm really into this stuff, so I'm gonna go. So I show up at this event and mind you, at the time I had a baby, a one-year-old, and then I had two three-year-olds. I had twin three-year-olds at the time. So I'm strolling in thinking like, this is gonna be amazing, I'm gonna love this with a baby on my hip. And you know, my two three-year-olds, my twins running after me. And I walk in the door and I'm like, oh, okay, so 
this isn't for people like me. <laughs> the event was very higher like influencers where they did more like um, fitness competitions and it was like a different genre than I was used to because I'm very like, I work out from my living room, I work out from home, I have my kids all around me all the time, I'm very casual. And the people who had been invited to come were more of like the fitness competitor industry. And I remember sitting down and like trying to like wrestle my three kids under three and feeling like, oh my gosh, people are staring at me, I'm making a scene, my kids throwing food and feeling super self-conscious. And then I remember going up to introduce myself to a handful of people who I liked in the industry because of some of the things they taught. And I remember feeling like, Not enough. I wasn't like them. And I left the event, I think probably because my one-year-old like lost her mind. And I left and I walked to the car and I vividly can remember walking to the car and thinking, I, I don't, I can't compete with these people. I can't do this. Like here I am with my little kids. I'm just, I'm just a mom. I'm just a, a girl. And instantly I started tearing apart my abilities as a trainer. I started tearing apart my abilities to run a business, to help other people. I went instantly into that negative mindset of I'm not enough and I started tearing myself apart physically. And the problem with this is when we do this, we hurt our self-confidence, we hurt our self-worth, and we hurt our body image. So no matter what the scenario is, in that moment when we turn negative and we assume the situation is a certain way, we tell ourselves that story like, like Annie talked about and we tell ourselves what actually happened. We tell, because what you tell your mind is actually what happened in your mind, whether that's correct or not. I assumed they were thinking things. I assumed this. Now, I wanna know, how many of you guys have ever gone somewhere and you're like, oh, I don't fit in here. Everyone's got their crap together. I know I have. We've all had that experience where we're like, oh, I gotta get out of here. I am just not, I don't fit in. So that's what I wanna talk about today because typically that's a shift of our minds because I assumed they were thinking things of me. I assumed I wasn't good enough and I let my mind tell me that and then I made it my reality. So that's kind of where I wanna to go today is I wanna talk about mindset. As we talk today, I want you to realize that Honestly, the two most powerful words you can say is I am and whatever goes behind them. It doesn't matter what you put behind them because that's the story you're telling yourself and that is how it's going to pan out. No ifs, ands, or buts. You've already told yourself what it is. So as we talk, I want you to think about what words am I putting behind I am? How am I defining myself? Today we're gonna to talk about mindset. I'm really gonna lay that foundation because Working with clients and working with all females, I've realized the biggest issue, it doesn't really matter the goal, it doesn't matter if someone's trying to improve their financial, their physical health, their relationships, their body image, it doesn't really matter what it is. If they don't have a healthy mindset around it, it's gonna cause problems. So I wanna talk about our relationships with expectations. And then I'm gonna use two examples in my industry that I deal with constantly is when I'm dealing with females and talking about their relationships with food and with exercise because I think they're two easy examples and they're examples that I see people making mistakes with all the time. So as I give you some of the ideas today and as we talk about some things to be aware of, 
or things to stop. I want you to think about in your life, what do you do things out of? Do you do things out of fear? Because you're scared you won't fit in, because you're scared you'll look different, because you're scared you don't have the same talents or characteristics or looks or whatever it is as someone else. Because if so, you're doing things out of fear and shame and negativity. Or do we do things out of love? Do we do things because we care about things? Do we share our passions because we want to help other people improve? I know for me, because I work with all females and because I work with young moms, I care drastically that they walk away feeling empowered. It's super important to me that they feel like I have tools, I can do this, I can find balance, I don't have to be extreme. And also this allows mistakes and imperfections. Fear allows perfection. No ifs, ands, or buts. If you're focusing on fear, you have to be perfect. If you're not perfect, you don't fit in. End of story. So as I talk about the three areas, mindset, fitness, and food, I want you to think, why are you doing things? And what is your connection to this area? Is it out of fear and guilt or shame, negativity? Or is it out of love and concern and care? Okay, so as we fit, shift into the first part, mindset, let's talk about mindset. I work, as I mentioned, with all females. And the number one issue before anything else when they come to me that I notice is they don't have a good mindset. And I can't help someone if they're gonna tell themselves they're gonna fail, if they're gonna tell themselves that they're not doing it right, if they're gonna compare to the people around them. So the number one and two things I want you to think about as we talk about mindset is A, stop looking around, and B, Stop telling yourself how it is supposed to be. You are creating a false expectation. So when I started my podcast about a year and a half ago, I wanted to do it for like two years. I love to talk. I, I have lots of things to say to my husband's dismay. He has four girls. He, he's a mountain man and he could sit in the wilderness. Like I'm like, what'd you do when you're hunting? He's like, oh, I just sat and watched elk. And I'm like, you did what? <laughs> So I love to talk, podcast is perfect for me. So I wanted to start a podcast for a long time. And I kept thinking, okay, when I start a podcast, I'm gonna be in a studio, I'll be wearing like nice clothes that I look online. I always see people and they're like put together, they're interviewing all these big people and they look like so nice. And I'm like, I'll start a podcast when I can do that because that's how I envisioned it would happen. And I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And I met a girl who actually was a client and I was talking to her about it and she said, it's never gonna be perfect, you just need to start. I don't know what you're doing. And I was like, okay. So, this is what it looks like when I record the podcast. I record my podcast in my closet, in my dirty workout clothes. I sometimes stink because when I get nervous, I sweat. So I'm like recording and it's a small space and I'm sweating and, it's, and I've already worked out and I've not gotten dressed because I'm a mom and I'm like, listen, I have a 30 minute window to record this. My kids are gonna lose their mind in the living room. So it's quick. There's nothing fancy about it. My husband teases me because he's like, you're in the closet like yelling and laughing like you're talking to people and you're all by yourself. You are weird. And I'm like, it's all good. This is how I do it. It is nothing like you will ever see if you look up what people look like when they record podcasts. They are in beautiful studios. I am in my closet that is literally probably six feet wide. And guess what? My podcast hit number two on the finish charts. You have to stop waiting until you think you can do it right. If I had not started that podcast because I 
was fearful I didn't fit in, I wasn't going to do it the way people around me saw it, I just was different, I never would have started. And the thing is, most of the time, when you're looking at your goals, because I want you to think about any goal, any situation you want to do, any plan, any dream you have, any ability you want to develop. Like for you younger girls, if you're trying to learn a talent, you're trying to learn to sing, play the guitar, be good at basketball, it doesn't really matter what it is. But like any of those things, you have to stop expecting things and just do it. You have to say what makes you unique is actually coming from the power within, which is going to make people relate to you. I don't look like other podcasters, yet it didn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I've bounced on this chart. I'll hit two years on that podcast in November. So it's not even old. But what I've done is said, I don't fit in with some of mainstream fitness. I'm just an everyday mom who's got a lot to say. And I want to find people like me. So oftentimes, when we're looking at things, you have to think of, it's okay to be different because you will find people like you and you will inspire people like you and you will draw people like you and that's what makes people not feel alone. So maybe in the moment when you start, you might think, I'm different. And when I, and when I went to that event, I told you, I thought, I'm different. Well, that very thing that made me different is what's built my entire business, helping women, because I didn't fit into the mainstream mold. I have kids everywhere I went yelling and I would film and my kids are running around like crazy in my workout videos. <laughs> And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, people are going to be like, who is this woman? She does not have her crap together. But then I realize all the other moms who don't either, they love it. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And so you have to look at it that way in that the power is within you and you will connect with people and you will do things with people if you're not scared to be yourself. We're so scared to fit in. And I could have set into that fear mindset where I was nervous and we're so scared to not fit in that we stunt our own abilities to flourish. We stun our own abilities to improve, to develop things, to connect with other people, to really change the world because we're scared to be different. So I want to remind you to stop looking around, stop expecting things, and know that that power is within you. And being different, Steve Jobs, when he came out and he's like, I'm going to put a computer in everyone's pockets, people are like, Steve Jobs crazy. He does not have his crap together. Okay, what does everyone have in their pockets? iPhones. We all have it. And people, when he started, thought he was nuts. They literally thought he was nuts, and we all have them. So don't be scared to be different. Trendsetters are different. They don't worry about fitting the mold. People who really exceed in business, they do things differently. They think outside the box. So it doesn't matter what you're trying to do, develop a talent, create a hobby, focus on a goal. You can do it by being different. I want you to think about a racehorse. Have you guys, has anyone ever been to a racehorse? Thing. I went once and I wore a fancy hat and I was like, I fit right in. And my husband's like, you do not fit in. <laughs> he kind of calls me on my card sometimes. But if you look at a racehorse, his face is a little bit blocked off, but they wear side blinders. They wear blinders on their eyes like this. Why do you think they do that? Because you don't want a horse running down, going like this, looking at the other horses because you can't run fast when you're doing that. When I was a little girl, I used to swim, and we have all these audio, these videos my mom recorded, and I was fast, and I swam backstroke, and I'd be swimming, and then I would want to know if I was winning, and so I'd look up, and look at the kids around, and on all the videos my mom's recording, she's like, stop looking around, swim, just swim, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, 
and I'd start swimming again. And then I'd be like, am I winning? Am I winning? And every single time, it made me lose. I got second place all the time because I kept looking around. I could not help myself, and I'd get out of the pool, and my mom would be like, you really just need to keep swimming. You really need to stop looking around. And I'd be like, okay, mom, I got it. So, I want you, when you're starting to look around, when you're starting to feel like expectations are weighing on you, I need you to put on your side blinders. Or like Dory, keep swimming. And I need you to go straight on your race. Stop looking around. You cannot win if you're looking around. And how are we gonna do that? First, we're gonna do that by finding your why. You have to know why you care about things. Sometimes people come to me and they'll say, I'm gonna lose weight. Why? Because I wanna be a number on the scale. Nope. That's not an answer. You have to know why. I will pick and pick and pick at them until they say, I actually just really want to run and play with my kids. That's an answer. That is a positive thing. We cannot focus on negative whys. They have to be real. They have to be concrete. Something that sinks into our soul that speaks to us. It can't be shallow. It has to be real. So I want you to think about your why. If you're starting to feel discouraged, if you're feeling like you don't fit in, why is what you're doing matters. Why is being different matter. The second thing is I want you to write down your abilities. We've talked about gratitude journals and it's great. When I start to get discouraged, I write it down quickly. Everything that I'm doing right in work with my family and whatever, I write it down and I stick it on my fridge, I stick it on my bathroom mirror, I stick it wherever. And I keep that record. So when you start to do that, we talked about going back and looking at the positive things. As Melissa said, that gratitude makes such a difference. So A, find your why. B, write it down. And C, don't be scared to talk to yourself. Okay, so I will be exercising in the gym and I think best. In fact, I joke with um, one of my coaches that every time I'm doing kickboxing, I get these great ideas because all the endorphins are flowing and I always come with all these ideas and she's like, oh, what did God tell you while you're kickboxing because I get all these ideas when I'm kickboxing. Anyway, I often, when I work out, can think about hard things as well. And my husband teases me that he's like, I hear you in there talking to yourself. Because sometimes we may not have people in our lives that are saying, you can do this, you're on the right track, you're doing a good job. So you need to be that for yourself. You have to do it for yourself. So I will sit in my little area where I exercise and I'll be like, Andrea, you won bad, bad lady, you bad, bad, bad. You got this, you can do this. You are gonna kick butt today. You're gonna make lunch quick for your kids. You're gonna get to your podcast. You're gonna make a video that's gonna smash it. And my husband's like, what is happening in there? But it works because instantly it psychs myself up. Like Tia was talking, you got to psych yourself up. You have to be your own cheerleader. So find your why, write it down, and tell yourself, you can do it. Literally, audibly, not in your mind. Tell yourself out loud, I can do this. This is good. I can be bad at this. I am amazing. I can learn how to do this effectively, even though I struggle with this, talk audibly to yourself. It sounds funny, but I actually swear by it. And I don't really care if people think I'm crazy because it makes my self-esteem better. And that's what we need. So. Can I get a what what? What what? <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about food. So I talked about mindset. Number one thing is with mindset, stop comparing, stop looking at expectations, focus on your why. Focus on writing it down and make sure you are telling yourself you're your own cheerleader. So let's now use this example with food. When clients come to me, and actually they've studied, 50% of women have a poor relationship with food. And I even found a study that said 75. You better believe when I read 75 that I started crying. Because to me, that is so sad. 
That is so sad that we've taken the item that actually fuels our bodies, that actually makes us strong, that allows us to pick up our kids, that allows us to run at school, that allows us to do our hobbies, that allows us to do everything, and we've turned it into our enemy. It's not our enemy. It fuels your body. It is what gives you the ability to get crap done. That is what food is. And the fact that we've misconstrued that in our society makes me sad. So, I want you to think about that fear and love. When you think about food, do you think of things as good and bad, healthy or not healthy, black and white? The problem with that is there's no gray. And in life, there's lots of gray. There's a lot of gray. Nothing is black and white, okay? There's a lot of in between. And while it is true there are things that are healthier for us, to me, it is worse for someone to be so obsessive on making sure that they are always healthy, always eating good food, always doing this, that they build a fear around food. So what happens is they go to eat a treat. They go to eat a cookie, okay? We all enjoyed those. They eat a cookie, ice cream, whatever it is, and they're like, I failed. I ate something bad. I, I, I'm never going to reach my goals. I'm never going to do this. I'm terrible because I did this. I failed. What happens next? I've already failed, so bring me back the platter. I'm going to have 27.5 more cookies. <laughs> and also bring the whipped cream to put on top of them. And then I'm going to loathe and lay in my bed tonight and tell myself how terrible I am. And then the next morning, I'm going to use exercise in a poor way and try to exercise it away or starve myself. Think about that mindset. Think about that cycle. It is ugly. It is so ugly. And it is a fear mindset because you're fearing food. You're fearing what actually makes you strong. So instead, how I teach my girls and I teach my clients, I say, you need to stop looking about what you can take away and you need to start looking at what you can add. I look at food not as good or bad. It's not to me. I look at food as proteins, fats, and carbs. That is scientifically how your body breaks down food. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's healthy or not healthy. It breaks down into proteins, fats, and carbs. End of story, that's it. So when I have carbs, I get energy. Carbs help carry protein to my muscles to make my muscles bigger. My muscles get bigger, my metabolism moves faster. I stay in better shape, I'm happy, I'm able to run, jump, do all the things with my kids. Protein. Protein helps your skin, it helps your hair, and it helps your nails. That sounds like an ad. Hair, skin, and nails? <laughs> Maybe. But it helps all of those. It helps us grow. It helps children get strong bones. It helps build muscle. The combination of carbs and protein is what builds muscle and speeds up your metabolism. The carbs carry the protein to the muscle. Fat. People have learned to fear carbs or learn to fear fat. Fat is not your enemy either. Fat helps balance your hormones. The amount of women that come to me who are on a very low-fat diet and I'm like, your hormones are a hot mess. You need to go in and see a doctor because you have all the fat-soluble vitamins. And it helps, it's like the hormone whisperer. Second, it helps you stay full. No one should be hungry on a regular basis. That is not functional. You should be eating because it helps you stay full. And third, it actually helps develop membranes in your brain. So when you start like getting like, you know, the brain fog and whatever else you're doing things, it could be easily because you're not eating enough fats. So if you look at it that way, they're all winners in my book. There, there's none that I'm like, you're a demon. You're gonna make me gain weight. Mm -mm. Not understanding what it does for you. Not actually using it to fuel your muscle, to fuel your goals, to look at it in a positive light. Not understanding what to add in. That is what is hurting you and that is what is creating that cycle that we're trying to get out of. So, girls, 
young girls. I, the rest of your life, you're gonna be told what to take away, what to avoid, how to decrease, 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 decrease. I want you to look at this list and I want you to look at and find things in each category that you love. And I want you to increase eating them. That's all I want from you. Increase it. Pick something from every category because people say, well, well, I only like things in one category. Nope, health is including all of them. Pick things in each category that you love and simply increase it. Because now we're not in that negative mindset of what can I take away, it's what can I actually add to make me stronger? And let me pick things in all these. Now, you'll notice there's not Cheetos on this list. I love Cheetos. That's not a problem. You can eat Cheetos, but I need you to increase these. That's all I care about, okay? So, younger girls, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. You are going to be told the rest of your lives that you are not enough, that you need to eat less. I need you to look back at those people and say, I'm actually going to fuel my body for what it needs and increase those foods that I showed you. That's all you need to focus on. It will help your relationship with food. If you have a solid relationship with food, you actually are better at maintaining your fitness goals because it's not negative, it's positive. You're fueling out of love, not out of fear. You're avoiding out of fear, you feed yourself out of love. So one of my most common quotes I tell my clients is, we, food is not your enemy, Food is fuel for your goals. End of story. If you can look at food positively, you will be better at balancing it, you will be better at adding a variety, and you will be better at not shaming yourself for every not perfect situation. And that's just garbage, okay? You just can't look at it that way because that's negative, that's fear. That cookie, the way I look at a cookie, when I ate, you wanna know what I thought? I thought, this cookie tastes delicious and I'm gonna have so much energy in my workout tomorrow, it's gonna be fantastic. Because I just ate carbs and fat and they make me strong and they make me be able to lift more weights, run faster, pick up my kids, get my activities done, stand up here and not faint because I'm not underfeeding myself. All of those things, so you have to shift. If you're finding yourself, shaming yourself for eating certain things, I want you to look at those categories, proteins, fats, and carbs, and think, oh, okay, I forgot. Carbs actually give me energy. Fantastic, great. Tomorrow I'll have great energy. Move on. No more shame involved. Okay, let's talk about exercise real fast. Our society has created exercise and they, <laughs> oh, society. <laughs> they have made it a means to an end. If I exercise, I'll get this. If I do this, then I'll look this way. We need to start looking at exercise as the benefits that it gives us. So when I was 19, I grew up in Washington, D.C. And I graduated and I went um, to school at BYU and I got to campus and I fell into like really deep depression. And I remember laying on my bed, staring at the ceiling fan for very long periods of time in my appointment. And I, <laughs> I remember laying there, my dad said, get up and go outside and go on a walk. And I'm like, I don't want to go on a walk. Like we talked about, I don't want to go on a walk. He said, get up. I went on a walk. I was like, well, these mountains are pretty, pretty. We don't have those in Maryland. Oh, the grass is kind of pretty. That walk turned into runs, or jogs, I should say, then runs. Then I went to the gym and I was like, oh my gosh, I really love weights. Then I got certified to train. 
Now I use exercise, I teach exercise, I'm big on it, I look at how great it makes me feel. I exercise every morning because I also have anxiety and it helps me keep my anxiety at bay. It helps me keep seasonal or just situational, I should say, depression at bay. When I'm feeling discouraged, even as a college student after I learned that, I'd have a bad day. I would show up, I would turn on some good music, like dancing, good music, and I would kickbox until my heart was content and I always walked away feeling better. That's the benefits. Whatever the exercise, walking, dancing, swimming, I don't even care, playing outside, roller shaving, whatever it is, move, move, move. That is why we exercise. So instead of looking at exercise as I ate too much, now I need to make up for it. That's fear. I exercise because I want to be strong. That's love, okay? I exercise because I want to be this certain size. That's fear. I exercise because I want to be able to pick up my kids or go up the stairs and not feel like I'm going to have a heart attack at the top of the stairs. That's love to care for yourself. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a difference there. All right, I'm going to skip that video. It's a video. Let me tell you what it is. It's a video of a girl. I'm assuming she's not wearing 10 clothes, but she's in the video and they're showing her laid out like and then they show how they take the picture and then it shows all the editing they do on her body. They raise her eyes, they extend her legs, they make the top of her legs longer, they shrink her belly, they shrink her back, they change her skin color. They like, like literally look, look at the difference in these two photos. It's ridiculous, okay? And the reason I wanna end with this is because as you think about your mindset and we talk about not looking around and we talk about not having an expectation and we even explain how we can connect that with food in a positive way, with love over fear and exercise. This is why you can't look around. Because society for the rest of your life will tell you that it's like this. That people have success like this. And you don't see this. They'll tell you success looks like this. Trying to learn a talent. Trying to even make new friends. Trying to develop, you know, a dream, build a business, be more social. It doesn't matter what it is. You think it looks like this because you see the image of the girl over here and you're like, oh yeah, that's what it looks like. That is not what it looks like. It looks like that hot mess right there. That is what it looks like. That is normal. This is what's normal, okay? So as you think about your goals, your dreams, the things you wanna work on, I want you to think about that with your mindset. Why does that matter? Why do you care about that? Why are you doing that? Write down your qualities. Write down the things that are uniquely you that will connect people with you. Each one of these speakers, people connect with them because they've shared their truth. They've shared something about them that is unique. And someone in the audience is like, oh, that's me. That's what you want to do for people. Friends, family, strangers, that's what you want. You want people to see themselves in you, no matter the situation. So I just kind of want to end with that, that just... Remember, like, giving up on things and not trying to be different or not trying to be yourself, that's not going to help you. That you need to listen to your heart and you need to allow it to come from within. And when you allow it to come from within, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And people will flock to you. People will love you because it helps them see what's beautiful within them. And that's what matters. That's how we connect. That's how we grow ourselves. And that's how we build even a better community. As, as women, women often tear each other down. I'm not on that boat. I'm on the other boat. <laughs> we want to avoid that. So.
I just want to tell you guys, I always end my podcast, every single episode I record, I always end it with a statement. And the truth is, it's a self-monologue as well. Because sometimes I record and I'm like, I do not feel this today. And so it's for me as much as it's for you. And we're going to say it together, right? Okay, here we go. You are always doing better than you think you are. All right, guys, don't forget that. I truly hope listening to that presentation made a difference for you. I hope it made you think about why you are doing things and if it is for a positive reason or a negative reason, if it is out of love or fear. I honestly believe if you are trying to make changes, you will spin your wheels over and over again if you're doing things out of fear. It's really important that we shift that mindset. You will have success in whatever your goals are if you're doing them out of love and care and concern and positivity. If I can get my clients to shift and see things that way, it is a game changer for them. The guilt stops, the shame stops, everything gets better because they see themselves in a positive light and that's truly what I want for everybody and it's what I want everyone to see is connected to health and fitness. I love you, I mean it, and you are always doing better than you think you are. All right, we'll chat next week.